Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Yo, 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 welcome to It's Up There Podcast. I am your active and attractive host for another episode of the Fastest Growing Podcast, man. You know the vibes is high. I want to thank everybody that's tuned in every week, in particular my Patreon people. Um, We got a lot to talk about this week. I think I want to start with uh, the Complex list. For those of you who are unaware, Complex dropped the list, um, and I believe they were trying to highlight power rankings. But we're going to delve into the list and see what we can get from it. Um, right now, if you're listening to the audio adventure of this podcast, I need you to head to patreon.com. It's up there podcast. That's where you find the vibes. That's where we at. That's how I know you're supported, not just a cherry picker. Um, if you're listening to this episode and you want to see clips, you go to FOGFO TV on YouTube and the vibes is hot there. Also, I want to say this. I just interviewed Maul from the new Rory and Maul podcast. Go see that episode. It's on Patreon, the full episode, and it's on YouTube. Um, I think a 20 minute excerpt I got out right now on YouTube um, But to see the full episode go to Patreon man But it's it's so much to talk about today man We got a lot to get into man It's going to be a good show It's going to be a good show And, and I want to start with the complex thing as I stated earlier But before I get into that Just because it's, it's something that's on my mind And I was having a conversation with one of my friends about love and like holding on too long right and things of that nature when i was talking to my homeboy i was telling him oftentimes we get comfortable and then if you get one of us that's like paranoid of letting people close to us you can kind of put us in an interesting situation in regards to the things we're willing to compromise on because we know it'll take a while for us to get back to that spot but i want people to know that just because love fails once, that doesn't mean that it's going to constantly fail. And so I was letting him know, right? Because we were just talking about how we kind of found out people loved us or didn't love us. For me, it's it's the dog times, right? It's the times where I really need somebody. Like for me, sometimes I get sick over the last couple of years, man. And that has revealed to me so much about the individuals that I have poured into. There's two things that, in my opinion, are some of the most frightening things that a human being can go through one is accepting the apology that you never got so you can move on that's one and two is pouring into somebody who's not interested in pouring into you they're more interested in just taking from you and taking whatever they can get from you i think it's a sport out there nowadays to see what you can get out of people what can i get out of you know, not what I can provide him. And so I was letting him know, like, I was dealing with somebody for a long time. And then I got sick. And then I'm like, yo, you know, I need you right now, right? I can't really move. And 
And although it was something that the individual would do, I don't think they did it with pride. And I know that might sound like, yo, man, like how you expect somebody to do that with pride or, you know, help take care of you and things like that. But I want you to understand that the pride tells me the longevity. The pride tells me the longevity of the behavior. Right. When you doing this because you feel like I, I'm supposed to do this because he would do this for me. That means you're going to do this until you until it don't need to be done. But if in your mind, maybe he wouldn't do this for me or in your mind, I really don't want to do that's going to shine through even though you are complete the task. Valuable to our relationship. Somewhere in your mind, you feel like that you don't have to be here when I need you, but I'm going to be there when you need me. Somewhere along the lines, I don't know where this confusion is birthed, but it's always a situation where some people feel like, yo, I know he got me. One of the easiest things to do is to love somebody when they rich, when everything going good, dudes have money. You know, women may have money, whatever the case may be. One of the easiest things to do is to find yourself in love when it's easy, when there's no barriers, when there's no obstacles. It's kind of easy to find yourself enjoying that situation. But, man, it's rare to find somebody that, man, when you get sick, they going to be there. When you up, they're going to be there. When you down, they're going to be there. When you ain't feeling like it, they're going to root you on. When they ain't feeling like it, you're going to root them on. When the love light may have took a dive, we get together and spice it, but we figure it out. We ain't just living with each other and not communicating. There's so much of that happening nowadays. Two people living in the same house and not even communicating. They ain't even on the same wavelength. I was talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago how important it is to me to stay synchronized with my woman or anybody that's in my household. I got to stay synchronized with the people that can affect the outcome. That's just how I get out. I'm not sure if everybody look at it like that, but that's how I look at it. And I also tell dudes, anytime you find yourself where you got to try to explain your worth to a woman, that relationship is over. Because worth is to be identified by the person that's benefiting from it right and so if i ever got to sit you down and say you think you can do better than me man i do this for you i do that i do this how's that you done already lost that fight number one comparison is the thief of joy and that's another reason that i don't enjoy individuals doing the whole like we on the same level because we f the same girl Say, man, we ain't on the level cut. We ain't on the same level because we f the same women. We know they'll go from pillar to post. Just like the same with the women's side. Like, come on, man. A lot of you chasing around the bitches out of the fuck because you think that put you on my level. You done disregarded all the hard work I done put in. You done disregarded the years I done sacrificed making zero dollars. Right. You don't you don't forgot about when I put the trap down and I had to go into the business world with no information, just some money and fight my way through it. You don't you don't forgot all that. You think the comparison lies in who we lay with. You think that these people have a certain barometer like they only messing with these kind of individuals. The problem is a lot of individuals are able to camouflage. And so now this is what we get into the meat potatoes of. Because we had the same women, but we had them different ways. Like y'all might have had the same dudes, but y'all had them different ways. That paid all her bills. That nigga kissed her feet. That nigga ran her bath water. That nigga won't buy you a hamburger. That nigga kept her ice down in Chanel. That nigga kept up with VVSs and 30 pointers and shit on and protects. That nigga wouldn't get you a Tiffany bracelet. And so y'all might have fucked the same person, but y'all had them different ways. Nigga, these bitches are fuck anybody. Anybody that they think popping, you can get fucked. So I don't know why y'all think y'all on the same level as, as individuals just because, you know, yeah, nah, that ain't how that work. That ain't how they work. I wanted to put that out there. But let's get into this complex list, man. 
You know, I, I really didn't want to, like, this shit is embarrassing that Complex has a list like this out and it's just this off. Like, it's just, to me, I'm like, yo, what in the fuck are they doing? They calling it power rankings and we're going to get into all of that. Like, it's a complete contradiction. What is power? What is powerful? It's a complete contradiction. And it's been a lot of, we're going to get into some of the controversy. There's been a lot of controversy about this list. Lord knows I'm ready to send one of you podcast niggas in, in the retirement and have you come back looking like Vince McMahon. I send one of you niggas in the retirement and make you come back looking like Vince McMahon. You seen Vince McMahon? That ain't Vince McMahon. I don't know who that is. Nah, I'm going to send one of you niggas into hiding and you're going to come out looking a totally different person. So again, Complex drops this list. It's supposed to be hip hop's top media ranking power ranking list let's take a look at the list and we'll talk through it. all right so we see some of the individuals on here shout out shout out Charlemagne. um we see flex we see carisha shout out carisha you see ag casanet angela yee you see the goat back there angie martinez peter rosenberg sway um nardwar and jazzy the young lady who you know us as a culture seems to be trying to push shout out to her um and so they kind of just kind of get into you know what this whole shit is about and for me again i just think it was a contradiction the entire time so it wasn't long the hip-hop media could be separated into two distinct buckets in one bucket there were the journalists magazine writer bloggers and cultural critics that wrote for the publications and so they, they just continue to speak. Over the past decade, however, the landscape has drastically changed. All right. This is the point. This is the part we want to focus on. What constitutes power in hip hop media? The power to book the biggest players in rap. Y'all pay attention to this. The power to book the biggest players in rap and extract meaningful dialogue from them. One. Or to make appealing content out of unknown emerging talent. Or forgotten has-beens. The power to make news simply by expressing your opinion on the news. The power to not only draw the ear of a general audience, but also the ears of the music industry. So much so that your words can affect the business. And lastly, the power to turn your passion for hip-hop and content into a multi-million dollar empire. All right, so now we get into the list. We got Jazzy. Jazzy World TV, 430 on IG, 372 on YouTube. These are 1,000. Uh, she's been next to J. Cole, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, Lil Baby. Um, Again, people give her, like, it seems like us as a culture, we're trying to put her in position. Shout out Jazzy, one of the up-and-comings that I really can appreciate. Shout out Nyla. She's part of the Charlemagne the God family. As you see, she's on this list. I want to speak to power. This is the first indication of power on this list. With the beautiful Nyla Simone. Right? Because what you see with her circumstance is how powerful her, her homie is. Right? You see how powerful Charlemagne is to where she's now in position. Not that she's not talented. But ain't nothing like an assist. Boy, ain't nothing like an assist. And I want to point that out because of power. Them saying these are power rankings i want to definitely point that out shout out to nyla she's on the breakfast club she got shit going on with amazon i see her doing her um nyla we need to talk that's on black effect uh she's been shot look there it is Charlemagne's protege and emerging media talent right Most memorable moments, go, guest host on The Breakfast Club with Finesse two times. She's only 24, dude. She's only, is she 24 years old? We got Sway Calloway at 23. This is the first mistake I saw made. And so, again, I'm critiquing the least list from a real perspective. You got Sway at 23, the list is invalid. That just goes for, and we even talking about current times. We even talking about currently. Sway is a legend. Nod War. We'll skip that one. Shout out to Nod War. This dude, Anthony Fantino. I don't, I don't know why he's on here. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know why he's on here. 
Now, I know he critiques music and people, da da da, but the power rankings, he ain't booked the artists and talked to nobody. What are y'all doing? Like, what is Complex doing here? This is a complete, this is a trash list. And I'm not saying it because I'm not on there. Me not being on there tells you that they just don't have the pulse of the culture. I did Lil Baby's rollout interview for my turn, which is just went platinum. We did like 400K in the first four days. I did 60 million on TikTok. I just hosted the panel with Rap Snacks with me, E-40, Master P, Moneybag, Yo, Romeo, Wallow, like, Bro, I don't know what they talking about. I got deals all over the place. I get 20000 to speak at places, right? My Rolodex is everybody that's powerful in the industry. So, and I got hit on top of hit. Go check out any of the interviews. They just the best interviews in the culture, in my opinion. Somebody proved me wrong. Let's continue. Nadeska, shout out Nadeska. Works hard. She has the thing with Apple, um, and she's formerly of Complex, Everyday Struggle. I don't see a, um, anything with her on there. Adam 22 coming in at 19. Um, I think Adam does a great job with interviewing. I told him that. I think that when he sits down and he's interested, you can tell it bleeds through. Um, I know he's in a rough spot right now because uh, the, the the company seems to have been in shambles. Um, but he's still rolling. And I think Adam will be okay once he finds the niche that he wants to live in now. I don't think he should have walked away from his niche. But not at this time. But, hey, that's him. Shout out Adam. Big Boy, 18, L.A., Jinx, Jinx formerly a complex, 17, Rosenberg at 16, Flex at 15. We're going to focus on the um, top three. Angela Yee at 14, Ebro at 13. It's all over the place. Angie's been smoking podcasting right now. She's at 12. I don't see how that's the case. Jason Lee at 11, Mav Hoff at 10, Vlad at 9, Elliot Wilson at 8. I'm not sure. Carisha at seven. Shout out Carisha. Casanet at six. We'll start here with the critique. Shout out Casanet, but I, he don't want to be no rap hip hop guy. He don't even embrace that. He don't embrace that. Why y'all doing that? And Lord knows I don't have a problem with Kyle. I believe he's talented. I see him pouring money back into the business. I think he's doing some of the best things that you um, could do when you have the opportunity to grow yourself in that way. So I want to preface this and, and, and say that. Um, but complex, hey, the white people at complex, you got it wrong. You got it wrong, white people at complex. Do you ever hear Kai say he's a hip hop anything? No, he don't want to be put in that box. But here come the white people trying to put him in the box. Here come complex trying to start framing and putting him in. He don't want to be put in that box. You don't think he can do all rappers? He popping. You don't think he can do every single one of these niggas if he wanted to? He don't want to be put in that box. He y'all come put him in that box. And the disrespect that's attached to it is not because y'all placed him there. It's because it's other people that dedicate their lives to podcasting. And they didn't make the list. It's people that's starting great conversations. Don't even know how to monetize. Don't know what they doing. But able to get guests. They may be famous. May not. What I'm saying is. They would rather put someone like Kai. On this list who for all intents and purposes did not want to be framed as hip hop anything just because he's black. I mean he part of the culture but don't say I'm no hip hop personality. Don't do that to me. Right? Because I'm I'm large. That dude got a chance to do something special Kai do over there with that audience, with that infrastructure, with the intelligence, with the information he's got thus far. He got something he can do special over there. Here y'all come. And so while people are dedicating their lives to making pennies, and this ain't long, long got deals, so I'm okay. But I'm always thinking about the structure. I'm always thinking about industry. I'm always thinking about the business. And it's like, yo, somebody at Complex had it wrong. But you know what? When me and Baby dropped, they posted. They, they didn't have a problem, like, running the story. But when it's time for this, they didn't mention that. You got baby you got I just did money bag like it's too much going on me and meek mill coming i just did mall from joe budden i just did b marshall i just did fred taylor i just did wallow charlamagne like all of these names on my list is like yo what they doing over there they lost in the sauce and they got niggas like nod war and no they got the dude the anthony dude on there like man they crazy let's continue so, again, my first issue was with Casanet. 
And not with him, but with them placing him there when he doesn't want to be there. Nori's number five. Nori is who he is in the culture, so I, I don't see an issue with that. Number four, Gilly and Wallow. Shout out to my brother Wallow. Gilly, they killing it, right? So number four, I don't see an issue with that. This is the problem right here, number three. And I come in the game rich, everybody know that, so it ain't no dick pulling. We talking about power. If this whole list is about power, then we got to focus on why Charlemagne will be number three. When we talk about creating jobs, when we talk about creating opportunity, creating millionaires, when we talk about creating infrastructure for your business so that you can move along with that information and broker you a new deal, understanding how all these things work. And so they got... Charlemagne at three, the disrespect was crazy with academics at two. This shit is the most, listen, complex, no hard feelings, right? I don't have hard feelings for y'all. I know y'all doing whatever y'all doing, but y'all got this shit backwards. Like, something is up with you. I, I don't, for me, I'm trying to understand where y'all get off putting academics at two. He can't book nobody from hip hop. Right? Y'all just said the power rankings is about who you can book in hip-hop and have meaningful conversations. He can't book nobody. 21 fuck with him. Outside of that, don't nobody really fuck with the academics, nigga. We talking about go sit down and have a conversation on the park. Nigga, like, so, all right, boom. That's out the door. Now, I guess they're going to focus on, well, when he comments on the culture, it goes viral. Well, let's let's drill that down a little bit. What are we commenting on that's going viral? Messy shit? Calling people side bitches and all that? Is it any game involved? Because See, I'm a gang banger. I'm a gang banger. I ain't no gang banger. I'm a gang banger. So I'm trying to figure out what a game at in that shit. And so we're going to spend some time focusing on the top three. Of course, number one comes in at Joe Budden. Um, I believe Joe Budden to be talented. That's This is, you know, I don't have an issue with Joe Budden. I think Joe Budden is the kind of individual that I can identify, though, from a mile away. And in a second, we're going to focus on how, like, how excited he was and 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 some of the banter uh, that came from Joe in regards to being number one. Um, but he was number one on the list. But let's focus on these top three. It's Joe Budden, Academics, Charlemagne. If this list was done right, Charlemagne would be one, Joe would be two, Academics would probably be 18. Not taking none from academics, right? His reach, his Instagram reach, and things like that. I'm talking about power rankings. Power rankings. If we just talking about speaking, I should have been on there because I go viral every week. So I should have been on there. But if we talking about power rankings, this should have been Charlemagne. I'm not even sure if Joe Budden goes too. But... With the whole list, I would say Joe will go too, but I still believe there'll be a lot of air between Charlemagne and Joe Budden in regards to business, in regards to what they've been able to do with the audio that they have access to, right? The IP that they have access to. Joe is doing something now. He's kicked in the high gear, but Charlemagne been smoking his IP business for years. You see what the Breakfast Club was able to do? You see how he spent out doing books over here, spent out, do a show over here, spent out. I'm over on MTV, spent out. I'm on what? Power rankings? That's why you see people that's worked around him on the list. People he has partnerships with on the list. Guess who you don't see on the list when you look at Joe? Nobody. And the you that says nothing, but to me that says everything. Your ability to keep the team in a winning position cannot be dictated by your presence. That ain't power. That ain't power, homie. It's something, but it ain't power. And when you look at Act, Act ain't put nobody on. Act probably done made $20 million off media and ain't put one person on. Where's the power in that? And I hope people don't take these things as loan is trying. Like, I'm telling you, I'm I'm putting game down. I'm putting game next to the bullshit that people like Complex put out in regards to these things. 
power rankings and you got Eck at two, how? How when Coach K want to talk, he probably going to come to me. When Co- when QCP want to talk eventually, he probably going to sit with the homeboy. When Lil Baby want to come out, he going to sit with the homie. When Meek Mill want to come out, he going to sit. Ask these guys. When Moneybag come out, he going to sit with the homie. I want y'all to help me understand this. And they not sitting with me because I got a popping Instagram. They sitting with me because it's like, yo. Bro had real conversations. Let's go pop some shit. And that means nothing to complex because they are not a part of the culture from that aspect. I will say this about Act though. He kept it real and said, I believe Charlemagne should be number one just because of the business. Um, Joe is his guy, so he gonna, you know, kind of stick with Joe as much as he can. Um, I think Joe on air talent is amazing. I think on-air talent, he does a great job. I'm, I'm actually seeing him as a businessman these last year. You know, the last year I've seen him that way. But when you look at Charlemagne and the reason I speak to the air between them, Charlemagne been doing this shit 10 years. Like, just literally putting people in position. Look, when I talk to Wallow, I'm going to tell you, let y'all in on this. Because Wallow and them, you know, the, the big homies in the game, they really want to see me win. Like, so Wallow be giving me information that amazes me, right? Because it's like, I know he's somebody that come from where I come from. And he's like, I'm trying to hip you get up. You know, don't get tricked out your position. Don't let him do you like this. Like, he give me the real game. And so um, Charlemagne is somebody that really sit me down and show me the game. See, when somebody give you the game... You still got to go figure out how to execute that. But when somebody show you the game, they show you how to execute the game that you was given. And when we deal with media and you say, damn, he been getting money like this for a long time. You get to say, that's the air between them. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm going to say that the list got to be rolled out for something. You got to have some business with them over there, something happening. Um, and he know about this a while, you know, I've heard, I heard it mentioned, I didn't connect the dots, but I've heard it mentioned, um, that, that something like this was coming and, and he was going to be uh number one. Now, Hey, look, you got number one, shout out to Joe button for getting number one, but you a little too happy to be a rich nigga. I'm starting not to believe a lot. I'm hearing in this game and I don't know how to feel, but Number one on a complex list that does nothing, that means nothing, that they got Casanet on who don't want to be a hip-hop guy. They got a dude named Anthony on there that critiques music. He don't book nobody. Who on there has good conversations? They seem to be 10 and under. A list? And show me the faces of the people done the list. Like, uh, uh, let's make that a rule. If you put a list out, put the people out that spoke on it. We want to see if we can take their opinion for anything. We even say if we'll even take a restaurant suggestion from them. Right? We don't just take everybody's opinion. So who do y'all got making these little lists saying this and that? This shit is next to nothing. Especially since Loon ain't on it with all I done done. Now, let's get to the important part of this. Again, focusing on the top three. Now we're going to head on the top two, Joe Budden and Charlemagne. Charlemagne does not answer Joe Budden. Charlemagne don't give a fuck about Joe Budden, and Joe Budden continues to say something about Charlemagne, but guess what? Guess what, you guys? <laughs> we finna bring Michael Jordan back out on the court. We finna bring Michael Jordan back out on the court. We finna bring Jordan eight. Hey, Bring the cigar, bring the Jordan Warns. Come on out here for a couple of these pickup games. I think they done forgot why they gave you the MVP, homie. And they banking on the fact that he won't respond to him. So they have fun with his name out there. You know, but we talk about who making millions of dollars for real. Documented, not that we got a guess. And oh, maybe he's making a boatload of money off Patreon. Whoa, maybe he's smoking it. Nah, this is verifiable income. Let's take a look at this part of Joe speaking about 
him being number one on the list. I find this interesting. Pay attention. Known he number one as long as I'm here. Also known as only been body and shit ever since I first arrived. Yo, stop fucking. Hold on, with a gunshot. <laughs> And issuing these niggas, everybody, we all here. I couldn't have done it without my guys. Well, I could have. Yeah, you could have. I could have, but it's more fun with you guys. It's more fun with y'all. What's G up, thanks. man? All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is true. All right. Yeah, that's what I said. I could have done it without you. I tried to be sentimental with you. You're like, no, nah, yeah, you could have. I'm like, all right, well, I didn't. Now what? <laughs> Nigga, fuck that. What's up, number one? <laughs> Oh yeah, man. What's good? What happened? What's yeah, up? Yeah, What's yeah. up, y'all? Salute, 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 salute. How's it feel leading the pack like that? Come on, man. It feels integrity yeah, man. and uh, what else was it? Uh, impact. Oh, and... the, the list of sliders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, honestly, it felt really good at first. It felt really good at first, but then it dawned on me as the congratulations calls and texts started coming in that people thought that the world had changed, but everything is the same. Nothing changed. And then I got angered. Because why they thought that something changed? I've been number one. <laughs> Wait. So then I got mad that there were people that thought that I wasn't number Because who the fuck y'all thought was number one? Any of them other niggas that was on the list? I gave that the fast swipe up. I didn't even see you niggas. 16, 15, 13. You mumbo jumbled up in there. What, what happened? Salute, man. That's salute. A, salute. That's <laughs> oh, no, we salute. We saluting for the day. Yeah, we saluting for the day. I put my whole thumb in Charlemagne's face. Get the <laughs> get up, nigga. Move I'm out my way. Let me get to the top. Hey, where the fuck did you think it would be? <laughs> you go to the talking shit. Well, yo, again mentioning Charlemagne, right? So we pay attention to that because. I know that there's a rival that he believes to be there. So you see Joe Budden celebrating. He feels good about being number one of a ghost list. Interesting behavior. But hey, if I was number one, I'd probably be talking and popping my shit. But I identify the difference between me and Joe Budden amongst this whole conversation. And you know what that difference was? If I had been sitting there and they made me number one of a power ranking, power being the operative word, power ranking list. And I got six co-hosts and nobody made the list. That's a failure to me. Like, I don't want to tell Hey, yo, none of my guys on there, when we've been kicking it like this and they've been, right? It's like, do you even consider the contribution of your guys? And I know it ain't your list. I'm just saying to be, a, be celebrating like that next to five other guys that didn't make the list. That's all in the same industry, in the same, they all do what you do. And if you that great, why we ain't, why ain't no crumbs fell on our table? I couldn't have been number 30, number 22. And then I, you got to come pop, yo. Joe is, I'm going to keep it gangster. Whatever he's able to do, he's doing it well. Because I even heard then where Ice went and told him, no, nah, you could have done it by yourself. Like, that's dangerous rhetoric. For someone like Joe, in my opinion, and I don't know Joe, but I'm just speaking about, you know, what I think I've gathered over the years of just watching it. You'll make him forget that he was lost. He didn't know what to do when he called Ishanice. You'll make him forget that with that you could have done it by yourself talk. He already ain't considering enough to say, look, if I'm going to be number one and come do the interview and do all of this right here, y'all at least got to have one of my guys on there. He could have leveraged that. But celebrating number one with none of you guys on the list at all that sit there and talk and is putting as much work as you have because Joe ain't done nothing over the last couple of years except the podcast. There's no more love in hip-hop. See, you can use that on Royal Ramon. Hey, I'm doing everything outside of here, the revolt, the this, the that, the that, the that, the that, the that, the Now it's like everything's here. So if this podcast is so great and I'm so powerful, why none of my guys ain't on this list like? I would have leveraged that if that was me. So when the list came out, Charlemagne was out the country. So Charlemagne was like, I don't know, someone on vacation. And so he ain't react to none of it. But a couple of people came out and said, oh, power ranking? Charlemagne ain't one? That don't make sense, right? And it ain't no dick pulling a cock buff. And it's like, who done made millionaires in the space? You know how long it took before they had to say, 
that QC, the record label, was something, they tried their best to act like, I don't know, I don't really know, too, it's undeniable. And certain things are undeniable. So DJ Envy came out, and DJ Envy tweeted this. DJ Envy posted this. Y'all do know that complex list is bullshit. Let's be honest. What's bigger than The Breakfast Club or the fact that Charlotte owns a podcast company with a bunch of successful podcasts? His late night show and the fact that he is the go-to guy for every other show. I guess these lists are like assholes. Everybody has one. And again, he just spoke to some of the accolades and trying to put this picture in a frame. It's like, yeah, y'all got a power ranking. That's why I believe it has to be business on the other side. Something is coming with Joe and Complex or something. Because how can he be number one in a power ranking list? Now, if we go talent or if we go something else like, but power ranking, I didn't see it. Joe Button responded. This is what he said. When this man was in somewhere, uh-huh. hurt, crying, boiled uh-huh. up in the corner. Uh-huh. He said, y'all do know that complex list is bullshit, dot, dot, dot. Let's be honest, Not mad dot, dot, dot. What's bigger than Breakfast Club AM? Mad things. Or the fact that Sharla owns a, owns a podcast company with a bunch of successful podcasts. Lie. Dot, we dot, have dot. to stop that lie, too. Why? I, I thought he does own it. So what is he? He doesn't own I don't know. Ask him. That's all right, let me, let me address this before we move any further. Charlemagne owns 51% of Black Effect. That is ownership. That is the final decision. It's the final say. That's majority ownership. None of these big companies are owned by one person. And so Joe Budden, I think, is trying to allude to that he doesn't own 100%, so he doesn't own it. And it's like, you can't be pushing that on our children. You can't be pushing that on our market to make them believe that doing a partnership is detrimental to your ownership when everything is percentages. Pay attention. So why you said, well, don't I, I don't nothing. know Charlemagne. Don't ask me nothing. I'm but I'm asking you, you said we got to stop nothing. that lie. How do you, that's hate. How do you, don't, throw my, yo, bro, don't throw my phone, bro. He also added his late night show and the fact that he is the go-to guy for every other show, dot, dot. He is he, the, short on this is he the go-to guy? Yo, put my comments back on the screen, dog. I don't want to hear what Flip talking about. I guess these lists are like assholes. Everyone has one. My main thing is this. Here's the thing. I can see the hate. There's a little hate in there. Lot, I, lot, I can see it. I understand it. A slight at, at the homie, at my brother Joe Budden. Mm. Joe Budden. Let me say this, too. I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of torn in between how Flip seems to try to act like a bodyguard for Joe. Tried to come out, yo, ISO on me. Y'all taking shots at my man. It's like, yo, what is he doing? Like, do he know how that look? Do he know how people, like, bro, that ain't straight, bro. That man grown to hell. He, you come, keep trying to, like, somebody scared of you. I seen him do it on a tax stone thing. Now, if tax get out, that energy, you ain't going to have that energy. I know a nigga ain't going to have that energy because a nigga ain't really cut like that. I'm talking about aggressively, like. And when I say you ain't going to have that energy, y'all going to want to talk. And it's like, I guess that's how y'all communicate up north with that brash, like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like certain words down here make a nigga pull his, his pole out, you know. So I don't know. Sometimes when I hear y'all be communicating, it's like, damn, them lightweight threats, how he, hold on, hold on, I got him. Because I turn up on this nigga. It's like, yo, whoa, who was that dude? And do we got to know, like, is he really cut like that? He scaring people. Is he cut like that? All you got to do make a few phone calls. Make a few phone calls, man. But I really don't appreciate that. I look at that like, damn, bro, you need to put your cape down sometimes, man. But what he's doing is he's doing that in public so he can use that in private. See, he probably pulling Joe to the side in private. Man, I'm putting it all on the line for you, man. Now I'm messing up my relationship. Don't nobody mess with me no more, man. He using that. I see the game he playing. Jump out in public, go against people, and then go in private, man. I'm, I'm with you, bro. I'm Like, pay attention, man. Envy, that's hate. Oh, would you look at that? The, that's disgusting, the, E. There you go. And that's we, what we, don't, we don't do that. We that's, from Queens. That's what a friend yeah, I, does. I don't need you to do that, nigga. Don't hide. You that's can't what tell a friend me what does. No, that's hate. But if you're not going to talk, you got to hold me down on this one. Come e, on. that's hate, E. I'll tell you, who, who knows? Do, do you really feel that that's a shot at you, though? Well, yeah, no, it was shot at me. Have you ever had issues with Envy? Because I, I invited him up. And, and to my knowledge, I don't have issues with anybody. Stop doing it. But it's you. true. 
You don't find out that there's an issue until somebody lets it be known there's an issue. And with me, they don't really let it be known as an issue. They play cool. We called them. We they, spoke to him. And, they, play, and, they play cool because I'm number one. So they got to. They have a choice. It's like friend by force. <laughs> well, obviously, he don't want to be his friend because he just... He well, I wasn't even talking about Envy. That's my man. I was talking about... So, wait, wait, wait. What? Because he has some say. We come back from Block that's Gang why, and that, all that. that the the mixtapes, that, remember? That's why I need to hear him say what he said for me to acknowledge it. Mm. I need to hear Explain him. the hate. I need to, yeah, I need to hear maybe he has a well-thought-out opinion that as my man I can respect and understand, maybe. Like, I don't just write it off. All right, he gave you that opinion, Joe Budden. He told you. The man got a podcast network, Breakfast Club is hot as ever, and he got a late-night show. All these are paid gigs. All these gigs are performing in which they need to perform. I know that he's going to try to hang up on the, on the show, on the uh, late night show. That's new. It's a new show, right? So he's going to try to hang up on that. But let's stick, to, let's stick to the reality of things. Let's stick to what's been able to get accomplished from someone who started with nothing but an audio IP. The same with a podcast. Of course, granted, it's in radio. It's a little different. The pathway's a little different. But there's plenty of people that's in radio that didn't do what that guy was able to do. There's been plenty before him that's not been able to do and capitalize on being on the air five times a week like those individuals. And I don't want to keep continue to separate them. Shout out to Envy. I noticed they when they want to leave Envy off list. Shout out to Envy too, right? Um. But again, I felt like Joe Budden was a, a little too celebratory for none of his guys to make the list and him be a power-ranking guy. They had somebody from Charlemagne, Nyla, on there and said, yo, she's Charlemagne protege. That's enough to be here. Yeah, Charlemagne protege. That right there, that's enough. And Ish is my guy. I got a lot of respect for Ish. I'm sure Ish money was high before we got there. Ish is one of them business guys. I don't talk to Ish about, you know, millions of dollars of, of properties and things of that nature. So I know Ish is one of those guys. Joe Budden is doing pretty well, but I don't know about everybody else. Joe Budden rich, but Ish probably rich. Rest of them niggas probably doing fairly well. Halfway decent. I on payday. Know what I mean? And so when he go to talking money about people not buying T-shirts and things like that, I find it to be irresponsible. This shit don't mean nothing. None of this shit, this jewelry, clothes, none of this shit mean nothing. Why would a nigga put so much into that? Man, we been putting this shit on since high school. Nigga, our mamas and shit made sure we had this shit on in, in, in preschool. Nigga, we been putting this shit on. So now nah, we ain't finna look at no man and say, your shirt ain't good or something like that. That's a wild thing. So again, that's just me going over the complex list. I truly believe that they don't have their post, their thing on the post of culture. I think that they got it wrong. I appreciate the effort. You know, I appreciate the attempt, you know, but I believe that they got it wrong. Um... And so we'll move on. And so in closing on this complex list, right, I want to talk about one more part and then we'll move on. I know I spent a lot of time on it. It's going to be a short part today because I haven't been feeling well um, and we kind of running behind. So um, the mall episode will drop, right? And, and, and also you'll be able to uh, hear this episode this week as well. But when you deal with the power ranking side of it, even with someone like academics, we'll get in the next week because he just signed to deal with Rumble. I called last week that a Spotify deal was over, right? And and in short, I'll give you a little bit of my talking points here. DJ Academics is performing in podcasting almost worse than anyone in the space, considering his audience. And I'm not even speaking about numbers. I'm just speaking about content. I, me, Loon, I just don't enjoy the show. Right. You you hear me be critical of Joe. I'm critical of the game. I'm critical of Nori. I'm critical of Wallow, whoever. I'm critical of the game. Right. And so it's just business practices that I try to hone in on and see what's going on. But I'm going to tell you all of those guys shows like I enjoy them. everybody's show. I enjoy 
Academics still hasn't found itself. Granted, he's not been doing it that long as far as podcasting, interviewing. So, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a learning curve there. But him come out swinging with a pay attention now. He came out with Spotify. He was supposed to drop two or three episodes a week fresh off. This is letting me know that their negotiation is asking for a lot of money and they're trying to compensate, trying to explain some of the value in the contract, right? To Spotify was saying, well, you give them this amount of money, but he'll give you three a week. And if you noticed over the last maybe six, eight months, he might not even give you one a week. He may give you one a week. He may be gone for eight days or something. And so, again, me being a student of the game, and I talk this game shit with y'all because I know a lot of people out there really want to know what's going on. And I'm trying to help people understand as I gain understanding. See, that's what that what separate the real from the fake. As I get understanding, I give understanding. One hand wash the other, both wash the face. I come from a spot, man, where we had to collaborate. Had to be a, a, a global collaboration for us to be able to even survive. Say, man, we ain't got no sugar. We got Kool-Aid. Y'all got some sugar. We ain't got no flour. We got chicken, though. Y'all got some flour over there. Right? We got cheese. and Right? It's, we, we, we learn how to collaborate at such a young age. And so as I gain information, I continue to try to give information. I'm nothing like these guys, bro. Right now, what I'm not going to be able to do, and I want to set this expectation on the forefront of my journey. Right. Because I know dudes have misqualified me and start to expect things from me that I ain't willing to give. So let me say this. If you can't get the game out of what I'm giving, I can't give you no game. I'm out here talking more than any of these guys about the business practices, about podcasting, content creation, equity, all these things, ad revenue. I'm the guy that's breaking all that down. And if you can't get nothing from that homie, I can't give you nothing. It's too many people to worry about for me to have to deal with individual people, man. I got a claim. I got a I got a I got a culture of people to lead and inform. And I got to check myself and make sure that I understand, Loon, just because you inform in the culture don't mean you lead in the culture. It's a difference. And that's your ego will tell you just because you inform in the culture, you lead in the culture. And we got to be careful with position. It's so important. But when I look at academics and I say, yo, it's, they say, Loon, how you know academic Spotify deal was over? How, how do you know that? I say, number one, I'm, I'm in the business. I'm having conversations with all the big companies, right? So I'm in the business for one. For two, do you honestly believe that if Spotify believed in that product, that is DJ Academics, that he would have been able to go get a deal with a company like Rumble? Rumble was supposed to be this anti-woke, racist. Now, I know different because I watch everything, right? Now, it's some rhetoric over there that's very questionable. It's some shit being said all around the world that's questionable. But what I'm telling you is for academics to align themselves with that platform while aligned with Spotify, they just they just told y'all what I called was true. I called this two, three weeks ago. Like, hey, yo, that Spotify deal over. He's now saying I ain't even doing interviews no more. I'm going to come do it like Loon doing it. I'm the only person, and let me clarify this too because I see a lot of people in my comments when I say, yo, Loon the only person that done it without a co-host or guest. I got all my, you got to think, one of my first interviews was Lil Baby. Think about that. Think about that, bro. Think about what I'm really doing in podcast. All of my content was just me talking. No co-host, no guests, nobody on camera but me. And it went far and people gravitated to it. And I, and, and I felt so lucky and I felt purpose in it. And so I kept doing it. But I was explaining to somebody, there ain't been nobody to do it without no co-host or no guest. Podcasting is a guest-based sport. But my blueprint will change that. And so they brought up text, free text. They brought up text, said, yo, text had one. He, he had one. He had guests and he had his people, his little co-host. What I'm saying is 
Nobody. One person, he went and got it done. One guy doing a podcast, he went and got it done. Yo, bro, come on, man. It ain't happening. I'm just, I'm telling you it ain't happening. But let's get back to, to what I was saying. You wouldn't align yourself with a right-wing corporation while being in the vehicle with Spotify, who has given you some millions of dollars, according to you. So what happens is when they give you that money, you don't just go sign another deal. What was that? Then you're going to line Spotify with Rumble. That's how I know the Spotify thing's over. Spotify's not in the line with Rumble. That's like a, that's that's conflict. They ain't doing that, right? And so behind the scenes, I see DJ Academics to be, some people are saying he's, innovating i i see him to be the kind of like a fish out of water almost like can't find his footing is what i'm looking at and i could be wrong right but when i look i'm saying damn and i'll ask act this right but it's like damn you just had a deal with spotify like you could read up again what happened like you just had a, a podcast deal over the last couple of years. I would take it like you made a bunch of bad decisions. You align yourself with Takashi 69 right, which alienated a lot of rappers. You then used your platform and your vehicle. And I think some of this, I, I truly, I truly, truly believe that because dude be drunk sometimes, that he's not calculating all of this. I think in 10 years, he going to look back and say, man, I was dropping the ball a little bit back then. I sustained, but I was bullshitting a little bit. When he looked back at this, because the opportunity he has is like, what are you doing? You had a podcast where you had everybody in the game. I came out when he announced his podcast. I came out and I said, oh, he in a good position. What he's going to do, ladies and gentlemen, he'll leverage his Instagram for interviews, right? So he'll tell them, look, I show you love. Come When it's rollout time, come see me. And this would allow him a, a, a way to funnel his audience to his exclusive deal to make him mega rich right this is what i thought was gonna happen what did he do he got the deal started with takashi right which everybody said damn what was that some people pulled back it was still a super big interview right so that's them right now number shockwave boom 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 whole office talking oh good job damn we got we got this minute they don't know he tanned down behind the curtain though all that shit he done built he tanned it down he could have called any rapper any rapper before he started to maneuver like that. So he 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 put all his eggs in Takashi. And this and I'm gonna show you how it's gonna get slippery. So he went to dealing with Takashi. Takashi go to jail. No. He went to dealing with Takashi. And then for some reason he 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 found for some reason he found some kind of purpose, right? In in um responding in a way online that made it where it was like disrespect for the rappers i think he found his he kind of found his pride he found his manhood in telling a rap nigga fuck you know what i'm saying it almost felt like that he don't believe he him unless he tell one of you rap niggas that i don't care what you rap niggas or basket whoever say about loan you don't change what's already been established that's non-negotiable right i don't give a whoever go get whoever you want to get so he, it's like he was fighting that battle to, to say, I ain't going for that no more. And in that fight, I think it cost him the war, which was the ability to build a big platform, a big audio podcast platform. You align yourself with Takashi. Those interviews do good. The first couple of ones, right? The snitching one and all of this. Now, here's, what, here's the trick. You start to play on the fence with Takashi. You really think you got the kind of leverage to be able to do this. So you go from Takashi to I'm going to go to Young Boy. Young Boy ain't doing nothing. Respectfully to academics, but bro, these guys ain't really vibing with you like that, Slime. Like these dudes ain't really, they know, right? Like, yo, bro, I'm pro. The podcast game be so like, y'all niggas is, I'm going to keep it G. You niggas is, yeah. And so, you know, he probably fuck with you on a personal level, but it's like, do I want to sit down and talk to you? Like, you're going to be asking me certain shit. Like, can you really relate to me, brother? Like, I'm saying, like, I know you in music and all that. Fuck that music shit. Can you relate to me, though? Did you come from the trenches, though? I'm talking about, can you relate, though, home? Do you know what it would like? And that's why I'm even saying with the King Von documentary thing, our culture is so misrepresented, man. 
It's so misrepresented. Especially when you deal with, and it's a fucked up culture because way down deep in there, man, we'll say some shit that we really don't mean. And if it's used in the courtroom, they'll slam us about that. But as he tried to play the middle, right, as DJ Academics tried to play the middle ground, what happened was NBA Youngboy wouldn't pull in. If you notice, NBA Youngboy went and did Elliot Wilson. He didn't do DJ Academics. If you notice, Lil Dirk went and did Me and Not Worth a Game. He didn't do DJ Academics. If you notice, Lil Baby came and did this up there podcast. He didn't do no DJ Academics. And now you also done lost Takashi. Takashi get his head whipped in at the gym and he go run and speak to everybody but academics. Y'all think that don't mean nothing. I'm telling you, that's his playing felon. When you see NBA young boy going over to Elliot Wilson, when you see Takashi 69 go everywhere but DJ Academics to speak about what happened. When you see Lil Uzi Vert don't go. When you see all these people that don't go, that's his plan effectively failing. Because he thought I would always have Takashi. I got young boy, me and Uzi straight. Like he would, he had a couple of them in his hat. Everybody pulling back. Even when he had Savage up there last time, I know they were like, damn, bro, you doing too much though. Like, Kyle Show was like, yo, what is act? Don't give nothing. What we do? Like I'm saying, but that might be his home, boy. So I don't know what this. But I'm saying, what we getting from Act to let this be the case? You talking about one of the most solid young nigga in the game? One of the most solid young nigga in the game? You talking like this here to this other man about this nigga? Come on, man. What we getting from Act to allow him to do that? But I seen Meezy Savage checked him about it. My thing is. I don't even know why Act was comfortable coming off that way. It was it was always to me. I felt like, what is he doing? Little baby interview changed my life, right? Cause I'm a hustler. But let's let's move on from all this list shit. You know, we'll get back into some of this next week. What I want to talk about though is LSU winning the women's championship basketball game this was a monumental event i felt like uh women's sports hadn't had a shot in the arm and they was not using um the whole cow right they wasn't putting themselves in position to have the storylines plus the talent plus the commercials plus the brands plus the nil like everything using it all right i just felt like they wasn't doing that for a long time in this particular moment gave me a glimpse into what could be in regards to uh women's sports because typically I don't watch women's sports. But the storyline here drew me in. So let me speak about that. There were two people involved in what was called a back and forth. You had Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. I'm going to be honest. This country sits on a weird hill. It seems like the country sits on paranoia. Sports are no longer sports when it's black against white. Baseball ain't baseball, basketball ain't basketball, football ain't just football when there's a black quarterback and a white quarterback that may not like each other or may be competitive or may draw inspiration in that competitive state from one another. As these stories were developing between these young ladies, and we'll get into some of it, right? I'm going to try to summarize this, you know, I'm going to try to just summarize this and have a conversation. LSU end up winning the game. Now, there was a famous mocking, what they're calling it. We know it to come from Tony Yayo. Uh, John Cena now uses it uh, in the WWE, and it's the You Can't See Me. Both these players were saw doing this particular hand gesture to reference being unstoppable in the game. And so if you look at the screen, we're going to show... Coming. 
Shortly before LSU won the women's NCAA championship game Sunday, LSU's Angel Reese waved her hand in front of her face at Iowa's Caitlin Clark. She then pointed toward her finger as if to say a ring was coming. People on social media supported Reese for trash talk that's just part of the game, while others condemned her for lacking grace. She was unapologetic in the post-game conference, saying that her win was for the girls who look like her that'll speak up for what they believe in. Clark had previously made the face-waving gesture during the tournament to no one in particular. When asked about Reese's gesture, Clark said she was trying to get Okay, so what, what I'm showing you here is because I want to put this in context, right? It's so important to really wrap your arms and your mind around the fact that trash talking in these sporting events is not only warranted, but encouraged. It's encouraged that you compete at a high level. Not only warranted in most circumstances, but also accepted. When we look at some of the best basketball that we've saw played in regards to men's basketball, in regards to basketball at all, it's always a storyline. And I want to take a look at some of Caitlin Clark's gestures or attempts at showing the other side that we're in a competitive sport and we're here to crush you. Let's take a look. Defending you. The basketball. Watch Caitlin Clark. Left side. She doesn't even look at Basically, you tell Haley Van Lith, you're down 15 points. Shut up. We're going to go talk to some of her teammates to see what are some of their best Caitlyn clapbacks or best motivations. Let's find out. The last game when she was like, you can't see me. <laughs> that really got everyone fired up. When she gets an and one, she'll like, go like this and come to the bench and she'll be like, let's go. That's pretty fun. <laughs> she gets pretty fiery in our timeouts. You know, she might even clap back at us because she wants she wants us to play with that same fire, you know, and sometimes we're pretty even keeled, some of us, but she's like, let's go, come on. So again, the hard question now becomes, do we want to talk about trash talking in sports or do we want to talk about black trash talking in sports to a white person that didn't win? And I hate to make it racy or I hate to make it like... But these are the these are the these are the contributing factors. Do we want to talk about trash talking sports or do we want to talk about black trash talking sports to a white girl who maybe didn't win? Because if we look at it, she told somebody, you down 15 points, shut up. So she out there with that same what they call fire. Why is it fire from her and violence from me? The same act on the same court in the same instance under the same circumstances is fire for one and violence for the other. And when I say violence, of course, I'm using that loosely. But let's remain in context with our conversation. One thing I won't be able to ignore, you know, when I looked at this, I said, man, this is just not even I don't see why we even talking about it, because when we look at sports, not only is talking acceptable, but there's a lot of things acceptable in sports that may be crimes. You got two people that go in UFC, you know, take their clothes and hit each. You do that outside of the ring. You go into jail, boxing the same thing, right? And and so even, and even when you look at hockey, man, they used to stop the whole game and two people to get down right there, catch a fade and get back to playing. And so what I'm saying is that they modify the rules of engagement. When you're dealing with competitive sports. I don't know why that grace wasn't lended in this instance. Another thing is, you don't taunt me. Like, it's almost like that she was trying to do it, but she was trying to show out to her friends over. Ah, you want are you trying to are you wanna you done turn that on? You wanna you are you wanna ball it, alright? So you go over here to your people, they can't see me. You ain't tell me, but guess what? When I come, I'm coming to tell you, though. Hey, yeah, on your motherfucking ass. Yeah, what you doing? Yeah, 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 I'm doing all. You you started, you went over and you, I saw you. You thought I didn't see you. I saw you went over and done like that. I saw, then you done turned me on. I'm on you. Now I'm on you. See? 
And that's the problem. They want to try to categorize you to do about what they'll do. Now, if you hit me, I might kill you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.